This is the Health Nexus podcast, powered by Jefferson Health. Each episode, you'll hear stories of the people, the culture, the happenings of this growing organization. Our stories told our way. I'm Gianna Demedio, and today we explore the closing of Hahnemann University Hospital, an institution that served the city of Philadelphia for over 170 years. We look at the impact that that had on various departments at Jefferson Health. Hahnemann University Hospital announces closure. Closing Hahnemann could deprive some struggling neighborhoods of a key safety net. Bernie Sanders holds rally against Hahnemann closure. Hahnemann officially closes emergency room to critically ill. Judge orders Hahnemann to stay open, but hospital will stop delivering babies as of Friday. Hahnemann's closure will leave medical residents and fellows scrambling. As Hahnemann's patient count dwindles to single digits, Temple and Jefferson see uptick in patients. Part 1, the emergency department at Jefferson's Center City campus, located less than one mile away from Hahnemann. On July 24th, three weeks after the closure of Hahnemann University Hospital was announced, I went to Jefferson's emergency department at 10th and Sansom Streets with hospital president Rich Webster. We didn't need to go far to see how this closure was having a direct impact on volume. Hey, Al. It's all right if we come in uh, this way? All right, guys. How are you guys? There was somebody in that was uh, in the vehicle. I heard, uh, yeah, so take your time. Don't worry about us. So I I think you can see just from the traffic out there and the people getting, uh, you know, dropped out of even pedestrian cars, it's just a, a new level of activity. When rumors sparked three months prior to the actual closure, hospital administration quietly assembled a group to provide high-level analysis on what this could mean for Jefferson. It became apparent that most of the impact would fall on the emergency department and the labor and delivery unit. 1,800 expectant mothers a year would need to be absorbed by other area hospitals, and Jefferson's proximity to Hahnemann would mean emergent and high-acuity patients would most likely be rerouted to the Center City Emergency Department. According to staff, like patient advocate Al Finelli, that assessment has been accurate. Uh, you'll have eight, nine, ten ambulances at one time lined up, and they're just coming in one after the other. Access to the emergency department for EMS and fire rescue vehicles proved to be an obstacle. Rich said Joseph Anton, who leads the task force overseeing operations around the closure transition, put in an urgent request with the City of Philadelphia and the Parking Authority. They approved the removal of parking spots on 10th Street in order to create more space for the overflow ambulance traffic to Jefferson. A new post for security was created at the base of the driveway to direct traffic. All sorts of logistics needed to be addressed. Staffing has increased, patients are evaluated for transfer and admission to Jefferson Division Hospitals, and intake and triage protocols have been reworked, opening up about eight to 10 additional rooms to treat patients. And then these rooms right here are where we're gonna do the intake is gonna be Yeah, so previously these were rooms that we had used for consults and now we're just bringing the the physicians or the nurses here for that uh, initial triaging. Okay. Uh, That had previously been in the back, 
So that's now freed up two additional rooms uh, for us to actually treat patients in as opposed to just doing the triage. Okay. Again, it's all about um, getting capacity. Dr. Lara Phillips said one of the changes that's working the best is adding the role of a vertical attending doctor on the unit. It's basically a doctor to be, to be flexible wherever they're needed, whether they need a second hands on a critical patient or if it's um, decompressing some of the um, patient volume buildup in fast track, we can kind of move in and out of rooms quickly. We can clean beds, we can, you know, I'll be putting in a central line one minute and then cleaning a patient's bed the next minute. So we're really trying our best just to do whatever we can to try to help the department function as best as it can for our patients. There are, however, some concerns about operational sustainability, especially with flu season around the corner. Flu volume is one thing we definitely need to anticipate. So just like we're adapting now, we'll adapt then. And I think the fact that that's going to be a few months away is going to give us time to upstaff, get um, optimize how we're managing patient flow in the ED so that we can best accommodate the increases in those patients. Despite the major increase in volume and the rapid adjustments to procedures, Al and charge nurses Trish Holland and Candace Coppola say that there's positive morale and displays of leadership and teamwork throughout the department. I think it's all being handled extremely well. I think continued great leadership, support from the hospital, support from all of the ancillary services that can help us is gonna be tremendous. And to see how the team came together every single person from your techs to your nurses to your doctors to certainly the providers on fast track the NPs and the PAs our cleaning staff our security staff everybody just works so well together our teamwork and support within the department has been wonderful and so is our nurse manager and all administration coming down to check on us and see what they could do to help us through all this I think that our staff has really come together as a team and tried to make the best of the situation that we can as I sat down with Rich Webster to learn more, there was something else I wanted to know. To be very candid here, is there something that keeps you up at night about this? Uh, yes, two things. I can't imagine a mother delivering and us not having a room to put her in. So that's one thing that I'm concerned about. We have a plan to expand the number of postpartum rooms we have. And then it's, it's really in the emergency department as well. Boarding patients in the ED is not uncommon. Every hospital probably in the country does it. Due to just a total volume, uh, you, you might have more patients boarding there and, and that, that might keep me up a little bit at night. But what gives me that comfort is just knowing that our team will do whatever needs to be done. And for that, I'm just so incredibly grateful, you know, and proud, frankly. Be sure to stay tuned for part two of this series about the effects of the Hahnemann closure. Up next, we'll cover the impact on the residency and fellowship programs. For more stories about Jefferson, visit thehealthnexus.org the spot for Jefferson employees to continue the conversation is on myjeffhub.jefferson.edu.